Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I am Matt Shaver. I'm Michael Pavlik. And today I'm diving into some of the Google search trends. I just kind of randomly had this open up because I was like, oh, shit, we're recording another episode. I got to find something to talk about. And so I was on Google's search trends. And man, if you look up Google's year in search for 2020, it is not great. It is not great at all. Um, Especially then when you go back and you compare it to Google's year in search for 2019. It's like, I'll give you, I'll give you a taste. Okay. Here are the top searches overall on Google in 2019. Disney plus Cameron Boyce. Don't know who that is. Nipsey Hussle. Didn't know who that was until Mike told me they were, they were what a rapper that got shot. Yeah. I got shot and killed outside of his like uh clothing store in LA. He was, he was outside of his clothing store. Mm-hmm. Outside of his clothing they store. Could, some, they couldn't uh, just drag him back in and stop the bleeding with more clothes that seems like i guess not i think they tried to uh, save him and he maybe died uh, at the hospital or something like that i think he got shot by like some actually pretty young kid like 18 year old or something like that but he's like doing a bunch of stuff in the community and was getting really popular and was like really popular with other celebrities and stuff and other rappers so it's kind of why'd they kill him uh i think it was because he was trying to decrease uh like gang involvement and like uh undermine the gangs and like oh, his community fuck. and stuff like that so they're just like yeah fuck this guy and some kid shot him the gangs are or just some like gang related you. situation oh, shot fuck, him. dude that's brutal i think if i remember that correctly it was quite a while ago like obviously like two years ago but i thought it was something gang related and why they shot and killed him okay uh it's all a right jungle the number out four there, search was hurricane dorian and the number five search was antonio brown okay so that was that was the year in searches in the united states in 2019 okay here is the year in search in 2020 in the united states overall search results number one election results okay fair it was election year number two coronavirus oof okay tough year number three kobe bryant oof okay getting tougher (laughs) number four coronavirus update okay things not going away all right and number five, coronavirus symptoms. Oof. Okay. Not great. Not great at all. But you know what? We all got through it. Okay. And um, I'm just concerned that the search trends going forward are just going to be more of the same. Truly. I think like, in the grand scheme, it could have been a lot worse. Based on what Google you? searches, top Google searches. I don't know. I mean, it was pretty bad, but it wasn't as apocalyptic. Like when you think full on apocalypse, full on bad, like zombie. Well, the full on apocalypse would just be people Googling the apocalypse, which is what happened. No, but I'm saying. Yeah, if there like were a, zombies. People, the top searches would be like zombie apocalypse, uh, Chadwick Boseman, and then how to not become a zombie and then zombie symptoms, you know? There we go. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> it would be how to, the same How to thing, stop basically. an oncoming zombie. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What to yeah, do where... if you suspect your husband is a zombie. Right. Right. Um, and then it's just funny. I encourage everyone to look at this. It is, it's just funny in a very sad way. Like the top babies from last year, they have a section every year on babies. Like, oh, what were the cool celebrity babies that were born and the, the top babies for last year were Elon Musk's baby, a baby platypus because of that viral picture, the baby from the Ice Age movie because of a meme, 
Anderson Cooper's baby, which I guess he he had a baby or adopted mm-hmm. a baby or whatever, and then Baby Nut, the fucking marketing campaign from Planters Peanuts. So I think Baby Nut is the best one right there. Baby Nut's the best one. The fact that Baby Nut made the list is great because people hated Baby Nut. Did they people really? Remember, remember how quickly like they were like, oh, Baby Nut is already grew up, but and now he's an adult, and now he's Mr. Peanut again. Like people were not happy. People were like, oh. you're really going to take away Mr. Peanut and replace it with a fucking baby nut? How dare you? And they were immediately like, oh, no, he grows up really quick. Just like a real I peanut. Kind and of was remember like, Fucking that. better. Yeah. That was before there were any, like, real problems because I think that was a Super Bowl ad. Like, imagine – I mean, think about that. That was the worst thing that we had and the biggest thing people were upset about in February of 2020 <laughs> was the planter's peanut people – Deciding to kill off Mr. Peanut and replace him with the baby nut. That's simpler hysterical. Times. Simpler, yeah. simpler times. It it will never be that simple again. Not, that's not going to happen. And uh, then the best, the last one I'll just share is how to make. They have what people were Googling how to make. And it was how to make hand sanitizer, number one. How to make a face mask with fabric, number two. How to make whipped coffee randomly coming in at number three. That's kind of viral. TikTok. Is that like whipped out coffee when you like drop the froth on top of the coffee? I lo- I c- I'm the worst person to even guess. Okay, that that's means. true. You don't even, I was one, you don't even drink fucking coffee. Yeah. Whipped cream mixed with coffee. That's what I'm kind of And then the next is. two were just how to make a mask with a bandana and how to make a mask without sewing. It was a bad year. It was not a good it was year. A, no, no. And... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and search the year, and it, go go look at the year and search for last year too. It's it's um, it's fun. There's a lot of a lot of cool topics, a lot of things that happened last year that you may not have forgotten about. I mean, like the how the the how to help is brutal. I mean, how to help Australia fires, Black Lives Matter, coronavirus, Yemen, and then the fifth how to help help is how to help acid reflux. There we go. There's got to be one that's not related to current events. Thank there's you. always one. Yeah, there's always one that's. I think Google just puts in there to be funny. That's hysterical. It's like, no matter all this stuff going on, no matter the pandemic, Americans are still so fat and have such a poor diet that the fifth search was still how to help your acid reflux. Do you have acid <laughs> reflux? I do. Mine's like... um mine's genetic like my mm. my mom's side of the family has like really bad acid reflux to the point where like because i think some people have like colitis and some people have had big gastrointestinal issues and it affects like our whole um fucking what's the the nasal systems affected by it too we get we suffer from post nasal drip and stuff so that's like that's like the only real affliction genetic one that i think i i really have uh, I, I don't think I don't think we have like a big history. You know how places I ask you like, oh, do you have a history of cancer? Yeah, or whatever. I don't think we have anything like that. I mean, my I think some people on my dad's side just randomly die. Like that's a thing they just mm. kind of randomly. Yeah, die. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Yeah, that doesn't Sudden seem death like an syndrome. Issue. It's okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they probably just got tired. But uh, it's we have on my mom's side, the Italian side, we have. Um, yeah, we have the gastric stuff. So like I I I just take Tums. I used to take medicine for uh uh acid reflux, like you could take like a daily pill or whatever, but then then they were like that's not actually good. You're like you're not supposed to be taking that all the time because it, it probably, I don't know, like 
I don't know, kills your sperm or makes you shorter or something. One of the millions of side effects, effects there are there. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to stop taking this. And then I, I just, if you clean up your diet a little bit and stop drinking or eating super spicy shit or like acidic shit, it's, you know, I'm normally fine. But uh, there's a term that Italians call it. They say it in the Sopranos all the time. That's that's basically what our family called it. Uh, when they have like stomach issues, when they get like they get ulcers and shit, but they call it like the fucking. Oh, I didn't even caught that. I'm in like the middle of the Sopranos right now. I haven't caught that. Uh, Ashita, I think it's Ashita. Let's see. I'm the, I'm the wrong non-Italian to ask for that one. I think it's uh, the fuck is this at? Anyway, yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'll just look it up. It's like the uh, oh Ajita, Ajita. I think that's it. Ajita, no, not agit- agitated. Fucking Google thinking. doesn't like Italian. Say, agitated. No, Ajita. All right, all right, here we go. Uh, these are all fucking. Okay, yeah, Ajita. Italian slang for heartburn, acid indigestion, upset stomach. So yes, that's um, that's basically what my my family suffers from. What about what about you? What's what's your family's afflictions? Uh, I think probably the worst thing that we have, which the guess is really isn't that bad, is probably congestive heart failure when you just get old. I feel like a lot, a lot of my family members, uh, historically maybe bad knees. There's been some rumors, knock on wood, that's not me. Uh, mm. But uh, there's been some, usually a topic of affliction. Can can bad knees really be genetic? I really don't know. I like think what, it's just the what fact makes that, a bad knee? Isn't yeah. that just your muscles? I think it's just the fact that like <laughs> all males in my family were pretty much in like some kind of labor profession and just right. all like breaking their, rocks for yeah. a living and moving stuff. Right, like, exactly. Or fucking be yeah. a firefighter, or, like working for the Ohio's right. transportation or something like that. So they're just like always complaining about knees. So like, ah, you're gonna get it too. And I was like, well, well, yeah. That you're know. genetically predisposed to have a job that will hurt your knees. There's <laughs> so a good way to put it. Yes, it. yes. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I guess I would say probably congestive heart failure. I think we've kind of dodged any other bullet that I know of. We're pretty healthy. Now, what is healthy congestive bunch. heart failure? Does that just mean like the arteries get clogged around? Like it's your arteries are they get clogged more easily? So that's that how I kind of understand. And you have a heart attack. It, I kind of understand it as just like uh, your heart just can't fight anymore like you've done so much damage to it over the years it's just like all right i'm done like it's no longer a good heart anymore i don't know you you abused it you abused your heart i suppose so but i mean even in that in that case like i feel like we're a pretty healthy bunch but uh maybe maybe congestive heart failure i think it's like the highest male cause of death or non-smoking related or something like that i think is congestive heart failure huh Interesting. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would be different from like uh, heart disease. That's how I understand it, right? How I don't know what the is difference it a type is of heart disease? Is it like a square? Is, a, is it a, okay? Do you have? Do you have? Uh, looking at both sides of your family, is there one side that's like healthy and like pretty good, and then the other side's like very unhealthy? Or are they both healthy? Or are they both unhealthy mentally, mentally and physically? Uh, pretty equal, I'd probably say. Pretty equal in both. Yeah, just like a very average sense, too. I don't think either side is like exceptionally healthy, but I don't think either side is exceptionally unhealthy. Okay. So they're right in the right, very average. Very status quo. Very average. Yes. Very average. Is there like a side, like do your dad, is your dad's side, like are they heavy smokers or are they, uh, or is, or it's sprinkled, it's sprinkled around. No, again, like sprinkled around, but not like super prevalent, like obesity. Eh, No. Some people, others, no. Yeah. 
big. Uh, we're a big family, obviously, with, you know, right. yeah, family members tall, but right. nobody's like obese or anything like that. The smokers sprinkled around. But yeah, no, nothing nothing really like that. We're about as status yeah. quo and as average as, as you can possibly get. We're, we're just, just Americana. Average big lot shopping, gator farm visiting, Zune listening. That was the other one. That Zune was listening the other family. One was. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Damn right, baby. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my, my, I mean, mine's fucked. My, my mom's side is like, it's a wash between like skinny and frail and obese breaking your body down. <laughs> but across the board, major mental health problems. Like just every single person, severe mental health problems, severely mentally unwell, like literally everyone, literally every single person. Um, so that's always fun. Our, our holiday to get togethers are fun. And every time I go there now, because I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a comedian whenever ever, everyone, every time is always like, are you going to put me in a TV show? Are you going to put me in a book? And I'm like. You don't want me to. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't fucking want me to. You psychopath. Because then I'm gonna get a text from you being like, "I'm suing you because I'm bipolar now. I'm suing you for a million dollars because you defamed me in the show you wrote about your family." Yeah, that's what I. That's what I want to do. I mean, it would make for great television. It would make the Bluth family from Arrested Development look very normal. Is all I'm gonna <laughs> say. My the mom side of my family, literally mental head cases like i'm surprised harvard hasn't contacted our family to be like we need to study your brains because you guys fell down the cuckoo tree and hit every fucking branch <laughs> one all different branches but someone hit a branch on all sides of it um and then on my dad's side everyone is pretty chill and laid back but that comes with the whole territory of like abusing alcohol and tobacco <laughs> like ma massively like i had uncles that would smoke and drink so much and and also abusing alcohol and tobacco and and living like just still living like living fine yeah like living well into your 70s and beyond just being fine even though you're still drinking miller light like just remarkable and some people will get some of them have had cancer some of them have had, I think, maybe strokes or heart attacks. And then it's it's awesome because they'll have like, you know, have a heart attack or something. And they'll just go, well, I guess I should stop smoking a cigar every day or two or three, whatever the fuck it was. And then they just stop. Then they just do it, though. That's oh, really? on their just side. Cold on their side, they could, just be, they could just be like, yep, I'm done. And then they're just done. And you're like, oh, the fuck? You've been smoking for 55 years. And they're just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I mean, my, I mean, they definitely are addicted to some things. Like, I don't know if they ever all completely quit until the doctor sure. said, if you continue to do this, you will die. But I mean, like, it's been a truly a fascinating uh, thing to watch just how your body morphs if you continue doing that. Because like our friend group, we drink pretty heavily and a couple people in the friend group smoke pretty heavily Occasion now i would say occasionally occasionally no i would okay they're not daily smokers right but we're also not idiots so of course we're not but like they smoke pretty heavily on the weekends and they vape who knows who knows mm. what we'll look like in 50 years after vaping like we'll probably have black veins on our fucking that's foreheads. a very good no one point. knows yet yeah you know yes but um it's fun to see what just standard tobacco and drinking does to the human body like just turns your skin 
literally red. Like you just become a red person. Truly like another type of human being. I feel, red. Like, that's, I feel like that's more drinking where you get like the uh, yeah, blood vessels yeah. and stuff. Oh, okay. I thought you said smoking. Yeah, when okay. you can t- blood vessels popped all over your body. I mean, you look like like you look like an organ that they took out of someone else's body. You know, with the little veins and the red. Like it just, it's like you you look like a heart. Like yeah. the inside. looks like someone flipped you inside out. Kind mm-hmm. of or put a flashlight inside of your body and lit it up. Yeah. Like a, like a, yes. A floodlight. Truly gross. It's truly gross. And then the other side is just like the, the tobacco stuff is just people like just literally losing their ability to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> or like or just being cloudy kind of all the time. You're just like, wow, like Jesus Christ. But, you know, it's whatever. And it's truly it's truly is one of those things where uh, they still are living and they're decently healthy. And it's just because. They're very much that side of the family is very much a side that's just uh, like I don't like we don't even care we're we're not even aware that what we're doing is bad for us and so they're just underthinking so much that it causes less stress and I truly think that stress is the thing that causes you to have other health problems and die early is a highly stress induced life so my mom's side they're all dying and fucking. Good there. I mean, they're they're the most stressed people ever. My dad's side doesn't even know how to spell stress. Yeah. So you can put those two together. It's like unbelievable. Like truly, I think my dad at one point was like, Oh, you know, it's fine that I dip tobacco because I don't swallow it. And that's just one of those moments where you just want to be like I'm sorry. Oh, what a lied. Right. I mean, it's just a cl- like, but that is a perfect summary of that side of the family. So fun stuff all around, and you know. You get a little bit of, I mean, I, I definitely remember growing up. I wonder if, if, if you were like this at all, but I definitely remember growing up in high school. Um, I was scared to drink, truly scared to drink, like truly scared to have a sip of beer because there's so many alcoholics on both sides of my family that I was like, wow, what if I'm an alcoholic? And I literally thought it was this thing where I would have a sip of beer and you know, right, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Mm -hmm. like, you know, accidentally murder someone in a car, you know, streak around the high school, like just crazy, crazy, crazy. Then you realize like, that's not really what alcoholism is truly. Like it's, it's a little different than that. But Mm -hmm. I remember being terrified and then going to a party and like having my first beer. I think I had like one warm natty and everything worked out. And I was like, huh, I guess I'm not an alcoholic. It's like, wow, <laughs> so you don't like, burst into flames? What's going on here? Right, right. But that was truly like something. And, you know, between the ages of 18 to 25, you know, if I talked to a doctor on paper, I'm sure I was actually an alcoholic. I'm sure, oh, yeah. you know, I was abusing alcohol. Um, I'm sure that, you know, I tell people some of these stories. And if I told these to other people like, oh, I've taken Ubers to other states accidentally and taken Ubers <laughs> an hour and a half away accidentally. And I've uh, woken up in this house and I've woken up there and whatever. Then people would be like, OK, um, and you're saying you're not an alcoholic. You know, it's a, but I, I've never been like, I need to drink. You know, I need to drink all the time or need to drink to do this or that. So I don't think I don't think it's the same. Uh, but I do remember being petrified that I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to have I'm going to drink before a football game. <laughs> and then I'm going to become like an alter ego maniac, crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like it was saying. a relief. It was a relief not to have that happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that your are. thought going in or what was your, were you just kind of like, I'll try it whenever, you know, someone offers it to me, I'll try it out and whatever. I think it was pretty much kind of a little bit more like that. Um, 
which I think is the normal approach to it, mm-hmm. how most people probably feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like alcoholism is kind of like I always define it as like, how much do you drink during the week? Because if you're drinking yeah. like very hard on the weekends, it's a little bit harder to define as like an alcohol or like being an alcoholic. I always kind of be like, oh, I don't drink that much during the week at all. So it's like, oh, I should be good. Right. Once you start drinking during the week, that's like, ooh, red flag. It it was interesting seeing people in like our early 20s that like they get home from work or whatever and they crack a they like crack a couple beers every night when they're watching like every night when they're watching oh, something dude. or doing something and you're just like okay yeah and also dude women with wine too I feel like I feel like women drink so dude, much that's, wine that shit's that sneaky. is the secret alcohol sneaky. women are the secret alcoholics yeah time. dude that's what I'm saying I mean like, the amount of wine women buy truly and consume i probably drink in a year what the average woman our age drinks in two weeks probably yeah yeah you're not a big worth of wine no truly it's not that i dislike wine but i don't i'm not i it's just it's very interesting how that's kind of become like a an okay thing in the in millennial for a millennial woman to do like it seems like very it almost seems like if i was a millennial woman it would be weird if i wasn't drinking wine like four or five nights a week you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah yeah doesn't that seem kind of weird like i'm trying to think of a parallel thing that guys our age do that would be like weird if we didn't do it like i mean i already get enough flack like for not watching sports like i I was just about to say like maybe watch football like man i do i think about that sometimes just how much my life i fucking waste just watching sports but it's so hard to be like, ah, oh, I'm not going to watch this game tonight. It's like, oh, okay, this game's on. Like, all right, I'll watch it. That, I think that would be a good probably Truly, equivalent yeah. for like guys. Right. I mean, how many days a week do you think you're watching sports? It's such a fucking waste. Dude, I I watch a little bit of a game. Like if there's a night that I don't watch a little bit of a game, it's abnormal. It's an outlier. Yeah. 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 So that would, I mean, that would be the comparison is it's, it. I feel like it's very similar for women with wine. And I mean, even if it's just one glass with, dinner but more often than not i feel like it's like a oh i'm watching the real housewives of san jose county or the fuck they watch mm-hmm. and i'm gonna have two glasses of wine with it tonight but it's then like tomorrow shit. is the real housewives of boca raton so i'm gonna have to have two more glasses of wine tomorrow when i watch that it's crazy and then you and then you, that you start to realize why women care so much about like good wine that's available for cheap because you're like oh this is truly part of your budget. You need to, you're trying to, like you're spending that much on wine where you need to find wine that's both good and cheap. I get it. I understand. Rolling through bottles. It's like why we buy cheapish beer. But I guess there's kind of no like True. expensive equivalent unless you're buying like IPAs or something. I mean, seltzers are, pr- seltzers are pretty spicy. Are spicy. That's expensive. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, high, high noons. noons. High noons are are the most overpriced drink in the world but aren't they higher alcohol aren't they like five percent or something they are which but doesn't I really mean, change anything natty ice was like four and a half yeah and that you was can't imagine the guy fucking walking on. around if you want to go back to the alcoholic conversation the guy fucking walking around with the natty ice is going to be much more frowned upon than the guy walking around they with should high make noon. case covers so that if you want to buy a case of natty ice 
You can slip it into a case cover like they used to have textbook covers in middle school. Holy shit. You can slip shit. it into a case cover that makes it look like a case of claws or whatever it is. And you can show up to a party and then drink your natty ice without being judged and then pour it. You know, maybe there's even slip-on case covers like a koozie for your beer so no one even Dude, knows what just, you're drinking. just use the textbook covers. Just take all your old textbook covers and just stitch <laughs> them together cases. somehow yeah. and create, there's your business. You just created yeah. your business. Book covers. And then the poor people can just make them out of brown paper and <laughs> tape them on there. Well, old newspapers. That could, well, no, no one yeah, has old, newspapers yeah. anymore. Shit. Right, right. Um, we'll find something else. We're, we're wasteful. We're a wasteful society. We'll be able to find something else. And that it's very, yeah. very ESG, very uh, environmentally friendly to go ahead and repurpose all, all your, your old, old sham wows and snuggies. Yeah, turn yeah. those into all your fleece blankets. Turn those into. into oh, dude, covers. I thought about fleece blankets the other day. Uh, I've got a decent amount of little, just like kind of throw blankets. It's it's easy to go ahead and just like buy a couple more. It's easy to have a lot of blankets, I think is what I'm getting. <laughs> How often are you buying blankets? I'm not, but it was one moment at Costco where I was like almost tempted. They had uh, some design. The only way, and I know this is probably not appropriate or like to describe it or whatever, but it's really not that bad. But you know the design that's kind of like Native American-y? It's, um, it's like a, it's a Native American-like design, but there's a name for the like design. Like the corn? No, no. Oh, the colors and the pattern. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a name yeah, to it. Yeah. But there was a blanket at Costco of uh, that design, and I almost bought it because I thought it was cool. And I've just been in other scenarios where I'm just like, whoa, that's a cool blanket. I mean, I'll buy that. But I was like, no, you have a, already have enough blankets. <laughs> I was going to say they wanted you to buy it because it had smallpox on it. Oh, my God. That's why it was They're like, oh, here you like go. Uh, $15 for the blanket. They're like, uh, no, we're actually taking broken mirrors. Uh, do you have any broken uh, mirrors? Oh, God. That's yeah, always brutal. It's always brutal. Just to finish this thought I had, I think if you made Natty Ice, if you put Natty Ice in a tall 12-ounce can, a seltzer can, and you made it instead of like the dark blue and black or whatever their colors are, if you made it light blue and black, that mm. would revitalize Natty Ice. That would be the most popular drink in a year, hands down. If you put it in a seltzer it. can and you made the colors a little lighter, it would be the most popular drink. But wouldn't that uh wouldn't that just be a natty light then? As in Natty Light's colors? Who ah fuck they're like gray or silver. Just make it just think you know what? They could even just make it the same color. Just make it the same color as the Natty Ice can. Just make it 12 ounce talls. And people would probably love it. I it's it's all I guarantee it. It's like what they did with Miller Lite. It was the smartest thing they ever did. No one was drinking Miller Lite except homeless people before they rebranded to the old Miller stuff. Oh yeah, the old Miller Lite. The old Miller Lite law it was design, gross. It was disgusting. but disgusting. It was gross, but now it's like very uh, popularly nostalgic. You know what I mean? Like now everybody's like, "Well, old Miller Lite. Right. That's kind of cool. Like kind of like NASCAR nineteen ninety kind of feel." It's like, yeah. yeah. Do you remember what those people looked like that drank? Miller Lite uh, NASCAR yeah. races in the no, 90s? No, you don't because they didn't come to your suburb. That's why. Yeah, yeah that's you, you didn't. Um, yeah, so that's what that's what I think they should do with Natty Ice. It is kind of cool seeing people at parties with Natty Ice, though, because it is like a little packed. Like, I, I would still yeah. love and drink Natty Ice today. If you ever go places and you see someone with them, at least I, I would just go up to them and I'm like, the ice is nice. And they're like, oh, yeah? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah? And then we go, yeah. And then we know. You know you're an ice for life if you can appreciate it it's a secret handshake it really is it's a collective of high achieving 
high functioning, mm-hmm. intelligent, driven, Success determined stories. people who understand the cost benefit analysis of drinking a natty ice versus almost any other beer out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're always very philanthropic, very philanthropic group. Mm-hmm. Very um, selfless. Yep. Because yep. yeah, always very selfless. Cause you go up to someone and you're like, is that natty ice? And they're like, yeah, you want one? <laughs> always the first question. Always the first thing they say. I mean, Truly. Yeah, who- and then you go, yes. And they go, good, because I got an 18 pack. And if no one wants them, then I will die. <laughs> I will be I will be murder myself by drinking all 18 of these natty ices. Nobody yeah. wants to be drunk alone. Do you remember that in college? That was the fucking best. It was, I think, 1160 with tax. Oh, yeah. For a 24 rack of natty ice. Oh, yeah. That can you, you can't beat that. You no. can't truly. You, can't you won't find that. it anywhere else. Remarkable. I used to walk to PJ's at Ohio State with that fat slob. You want to talk about congestive heart failure? That guy. If he's living today, that is that will truly be a miracle. It fascinates me how hearts can operate at when they're managing a body of that size. Incredible. It's fascinating. His heart must have been the size a... of my head to pump that blood through that thing. Yeah. What happens and to the say if they they lose that like 700 pounds to the, does their heart stay huge or does their heart decrease in size? I think it decreases in size. It's like when you stop working out, you know, your muscles your muscles go away. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. God, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which also is the stupidest. I mean, I get it. I get why the body did it, but that's so brutal. You just stop working out and all your muscles go away cuz your body's oh, like yeah. It's harder to pump blood to more muscles, and it uses more energy, and you're just like, fuck you. Dude, it, it, it goes away so fast, too. She's like, oh, wow, having like really worked out in a week. I literally can't even do push-ups anymore. I, like, I can't do push-ups anymore. I just didn't do push-ups for so long, I like, can't do push-ups. I'm like, doing knee push-ups at the fucking gym, just being like, Oof. man, do I look like a bitch. Oh, yeah, do that's a tough I look. I look like a bitch. That's a tough but, look. But I do it after like rowing really hard on the rower, so that everyone goes, so that I, you know, in my head, everyone's seeing me on the rower and going, oh, that guy's hustling. And then when they see me doing knee push-ups, they're going, oh, understandable. He was just going hard on the rower. And know? he's still got the motivation to still do some to push-ups. Do push-ups. So that's good. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. You always got to pat. If you got something you're bad at at the gym, I think you have to, if you're anxious like me and you think that everyone's always looking at you, which they never are, but if you think mm-hmm. they are, you have to pat it with things that make you look better than that other thing. So, like, again, if you can't do pull-ups, like, I probably can't do a pull-up now. I won't even try. Oh, but if I were dude, to try doing fucking... pull-ups, I would I would do, like, burpees before and kettlebell swings after. So they would be like, oh, of course he's not good at doing pull-ups right now because he just did 15 burpees, you know? You got to be smart Honestly, genius stuff. idea. That is very smart. He's like, damn, at least he's, wow, he's still trying to do, mix in the pull-ups in there. Wow. He really pushed himself. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, that's a a tip for anxious people at the gym who are like, everyone's looking at me. And it's like, well, one, no, they're not, unless you're very attractive, in which case I'm only looking at you. I'm not even looking (laughs) at the weights. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I'm only looking at you exclusively. Um but yeah, other than that, no one really cares. Everyone, I mean, I, I started going to a gym. I hadn't belonged to a gym in, in three, four years, probably. I started going to a gym again. Truly every guy there, me included, looks the same. Like, I mean, there are guys that are more ripped or less ripped, but truly I had like just complete face blindness. Could not tell 
one guy apart from the other. No. Yeah. Yes, it is one big mush. I always feel that I'm looking at other people too much. That I'm like in between sots or whatever. That I'm just like scanning the room. And I'm just like, am I being creepy that I'm just like scanning the room? Is there anybody else scanning the room like this? And like, the answer is yeah. yes, you are. <laughs> no, every, I think true. everyone does that. I think everyone does that. Because at that point, it's just like, what the fuck do I do? I'm just going to sit here and like wait. And then I get on my phone. And then it's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just start the next set. And then you realize that like you haven't waited long you enough. Didn't and take you're still rest. tired from the last yeah. set. And you're just like, yeah. holy shit. It's totally acceptable to scan the gym between sets and always end up staring at the same couple attractive people who are there. Yes. yes. Very acceptable. Yes. Very acceptable. Who definitely... No, catch you staring at them of course yes, of course yes, but like yes, yes. why you I mean you wore that to the gym and you wouldn't go work out the, i mean also I mean, a very on. good point that's, that's part of going to the point. gym see that's why I, I i sandwich my different workouts between different workouts because you have to know going to a gym whether you're an attractive blonde with an incredible ass like the woman i saw today or you're someone like me who's just getting back into it you have to know that people are going to be looking at you that is part of going to the gym that is it comes with the territory that's true there's no escaping it now, does that mean people should ever speak to you at the gym? No. In fact, people who speak to other people at the gym, unless they're like, hey, can you spot me? Or it's someone you know, those people should be murdered by a firing squad. Mm. Yeah, conversations at the gym are tough because you're like already on constrained time and it's already a miracle that you're even there to begin with. So it's like, ah, right. don't please take don't 10, 15 minutes of my time by getting into a conversation that I don't want to have. Let me yeah. just try to capitalize on this extremely rare situation I'm currently on. Right. Now, to be honest, if I saw the fat guy that we called PJ from PJs at the gym, I would probably talk to him. I would probably be like, you're PJ. And he'd be like, no, I'm not PJ. And I'd be like, well, that's what everyone called you because we just you look like a PJ. And like, I'm not PJ. My name's Richard. Did I ever tell you about the guy I met in Chicago who worked at PJs in college? No, I don't think so. Oh, dude. So he's friends with Connor. Name drop. Um, and he worked at PJ's uh, the time that around the time we were at Ohio State. And for those people who don't know, which is probably no one because everyone who listens to this probably went to Ohio State. But everyone who doesn't know, PJ's was just like a little beer shop that also served food. And they were world renowned for their fat bitch sandwich. That was literally the name of the sandwich, which I mean... That's that. Uh, they're still making it, so mm-hmm. you know, cancel culture hasn't gotten all parts of college. Are they still in operation? I, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think that little triangle is of PJs, Cecilia's, and Outeran. I think they're all still wow. open. Um, but PJs uh, would serve food in these sandwiches, and it was one of those things when, like, you came to Ohio State, you're like, "Well, I gotta get the fat bitch," and the fat bitch was like a sub sandwich that had uh, uh, fried chicken on it, mozzarella sticks french fries and then it was just literally dunked in in uh buffalo sauce like dunked in buffalo sauce and it was one of those sandwiches that was like iconic but you would have to be hammered to eat it and even when you were hammered you would eat it and you would go this is disgusting yeah it would like sober you up because of just how nasty truly how disgusting of a concept it was yeah you knew that Um, you were super fucked up if you just ate all of it and like didn't feel absolutely horrible about yourself right and i i'd met people since that were like oh dude i love pjs i used to eat it like once a week and i was like clock a doodle do we had some psychopaths we had some friends that loved clock a doodle do 
Yeah. Like uh, true Iron psychopaths. Man, dude, yeah. Our one buddy who's like ripped. I'm pretty sure he's still ripped, but just like fucking that was his go to. It's like, how is that possible? Like, tell I me, don't... look me in the eye and tell me you're not throwing this up when you get home. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Or uh, there was the Greek place, Apollo's, where mm. just the worst service and the most okay Euros ever. Yeah. Like, you'd go in there, like, you'd walk in there at 2 a.m. First of all, the place is open to like 3 a.m. because it's a college Greek Euro place. So, like, they, that's when they do most of their business. And you'd walk in there at 2 a.m. and they'd be like, fuck you, why you come in here? And you're like, the fuck you? <laughs> like, they'd be mad that you came in. They'd be mad they had to make another Euro. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, asshole? I went to that place like twice, made me feel like shit, never went again. Maybe but it was PJ's- just one of those, maybe it was one of those restaurants where they like are a dick to you on purpose. It was like, Dick's Euros. It's like, well, okay, <laughs> let's go to Dick's. Why I wish so it was. To me? I wish, yeah, I wish it was Dick's Last Resort Euro edition. There we it go. It was not. Yeah. It was just like a real fucking. Um, but PJ's. Uh, PJ's was uh, there was a, a massive fat man that worked there and the crazy <sighs> thing is he seemed and no one knew who, who PJ was or if PJ was a real person so everyone just referred to this guy as PJ and that the craziest part about him at least I thought this maybe you thought differently but like it seemed like he did everything like I remember if you ordered food from PJ's he was the guy that would like serve your food. If you wanted cases of beer or alcohol from PJ's, he was the guy that got your alcohol. If you ordered beer delivery to your house from PJ's, he was the guy that delivered the beer to your house from PJ's. Oh, it was terrifying. I was like, is how can a man this big and, and this slow moving, truly, truly a waddler, how is he everywhere at once doing everything? And how is he not skinnier? I was maybe, like, what the? Maybe it was the, it was the perfect crime. It was like uh, Quasi Sosa or whatever from uh, The Usual Suspects. Not Quasi Sosa. Uh, you know, I'm talking about the one character from The Usual Suspects. It's, it was an all an act. He wasn't actually that fat. Maybe he was just in a fat I, Oh, Oh, The Usual you know Suspects is the one with Kevin. Uh, Kevin Spacey. And Spacey. Uh, yeah, yeah, other yeah, people yeah. you'll definitely recognize, but I just yes, can't remember that's what their names I- are. That's a good idea. That's a, it could have been, maybe he wasn't actually fat or maybe there were a couple, maybe it was like a, a prestige thing. Let's spoil a couple movies here where mm. uh, they were, it was a series of twins. Maybe there were, maybe there were two or three of those fat guys. Like, yeah, uh, I like that idea. Like, um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> it was P and J and that's why they called it PJs. <laughs> but they were able to we work together. We just cracked this wide open. Yeah. But we, um. We, yeah, we used to we used to walk by there and always grab cases of natty ice. And uh, oh, but the guy I met who worked there, he would tell us just he would be like, yeah, you know those like you know the fried chicken we'd make like that that raw chicken, it would be frozen, you know, it'd come to us frozen. So we'd cut open a bag and pour it on on a baking sheet, and the chicken we would just let it thaw in the open air for like eight hours, and sometimes it would just be sitting there after it had thawed for six hours. And then they were just like, fuck it. They'd dunk it in the stuff and throw it in the fry. Like, they cooked anything. Stuff would fall on the ground. They kind of, like a cheese thing would fall on the ground. they kind of pick it back up and scoop whatever cheese they could, like, back into it. Truly, I mean, exactly what you expected to be going on back there. But to hear that that was the real deal was um, disturbing, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Where your suspicions are confirmed, not great. No, definitely not great. Makes it feel did you a have worse. a did you have a favorite 
food. Well, before I get into that, I will say honorable mention to Romeo's Pizza in college. Mm. Romeo's Pizza, I think, is just an Ohio-based pizza place, but they might also be, you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, or something. They're they're okay. I mean, they have very sweet sauce. If you don't like sweet sauce, you you know, you're probably not going to like it. But they had um. In college, they had what was the deal? It was like buy. Was it a buy one Dude. get one, or was it a buy one get two? Something, Something absurd. absurd. Yeah, yeah. That was like buy one large pizza. I think maybe it was buy one large get two free mediums or something. But they had this coupon that was valid for like a month, and we used it every time we ordered for a year. And they never took the coupon. Nope. <laughs> they ne- they never. never took it or even we asked ended up paying for it. like two dollars for like three pizzas. Literally, like, what broke out to. yeah, like two dollars a person for three pizzas at our house of six guys. It was truly, uh, I mean, one of the greatest things of all time. I've been, I've been trying to find some sort of arbitrage like that ever again, and I don't think we'll ever come close to what we had with them. No, um, truly something special. And that was, I mean, it was, it was a godsend, especially because this was a house. This was at a time when the main meal for lunch and dinner of everyone in that house were hot dogs. Mm-hmm. that were constantly rotating on our George Foreman grill like that it was a gas station. And the rule was like, if you're going to eat a hot dog, take one off, go in the fridge, put another one on, mm-hmm. and just leave it on there for the next person that wants a hot dog. There would always be three or four hot dogs on the George Foreman grill. It was like grill. a concession stand. It's like there's always Truly. one spinning, baby. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. And we'd all go on different grocery shopping trips, and we'd all come back with packs of hot dogs, and we'd have... 800 but, uh, I guess we're just going to have to eat eight we're hot gonna, dogs a meal more so they don't dogs. go bad. Incredible. Nobody remember, wants I think, to see a hot dog go bad. I remember us having a party this time of year uh, in fall, and one, one of the guys who lived there, he made – I'll never forget it. He made – he carved out the inside of a pumpkin and made one of those, like, hot spiked cider drinks and stuck mm-hmm. a, a, a spigot or whatever in the, in the side of it so people could pour it out or maybe just used a spoon. But I remember at that party – having hot dogs on the George Foreman and offering them to people like that was a normal thing. We were like to girls and guys are like, anyone want a hot dog? And people are like, what the fuck are you talking Dude, about? Man, Look at this George one. Foreman. <laughs> the little red George Foreman that could, dude. It's got like two Honestly. inches of crust on it of just hot dog. True, yeah, ooze. actually literal crust and hot dog ooze, yeah. But my question was, did you have, like the Romeo thing, did you have a favorite spot for food in college late night eats or guilty pleasure or place you would hit up once or twice a week not really honestly i know there were some individuals that were big insomnia uh people i, I mean well you would smash cookie. insomnia when it when it would come you just wouldn't order it depends what the uh <laughs> what the sin of choice was that night it would depend i would yeah maybe dabble into Insomnia you know what? Bit. You never really did get food anywhere because your mom would ship you like fucking Vietnam care packages of frozen soups and casseroles. This asshole, his mom would send him whole casseroles in casserole dishes, in ca- in like glass casserole uh, pans. And he uh, and we'd be like, wow, that's a huge casserole. He's like, yep. And we'd be like, can I have a bite? And he'd be like, nope. And oh, he would just eat the whole thing. Over the course of a week. And then he'd be like, oh, what should I eat now? And then another care package would come in through the window where his mom sent him five pint-sized Tupperware containers of soup. Homemade soup. And this, all he, what he would do is he'd put a little fucking pot 
a pot that was too small for the soup on the stove and just take out in one cylindrical chunk the whole frozen thing of soup, put that in the pot, turn the heat up, and just wait 45 minutes for the entire blob to melt down into a soup. That's oh, yeah, why you baby. didn't eat anything. Your mom fucking sent you food every week. That could be true. That sounds pretty accurate, actually. That's pretty spot on. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. There are little dabbled things, but yeah, nothing nothing that major. I wasn't into too many uh, spots, but the usuals, the canes, the... I don't think I ever had a euro from that place that I can remember. Maybe once Apollos. or twice, but I cannot remember. Yeah. I feel like I'm a kind of a, a firm euro critic, too. A lot of you places, like the Euros? tzatziki. No, no, I love euros when they're done very well, but usually mm. uh, the tzatziki falls short for me. I think they've become too mainstream. Yeah, truly, and a lot of places do a very bad job making them. Yes, yeah. they they just don't put forth any effort. They. I mean, I remember themselves. again because I we come from a very sheltered suburb. I didn't have my first euro until I was like maybe a junior in high school, sophomore, or junior in high school. Oh wow. And uh, yeah, and it was literally because we were working at the pool and all the lifeguards would go out during the Greek fest mm. and they'd come back with a bunch of honey balls and they'd bring people euros if people wanted a euro. And I was like, I'd never had one. And they're like, dude, the Greek fest euros are so good. You got to get one. And so I got one. And I was like, this is pretty fucking good. And now there's like three euro shops in Rocky River. There's like three Mediterranean. You can probably get a euro from half a dozen places at least in our city now. Mm-hmm. crazy that was never a thing before i haven't had a good euro in a very long time though unfortunately very hard to make very hard to make well, you gotta master the tzatziki well. you gotta master the tzatziki i, I think, think it's all master. about the meat possibly which like good fucking luck you either get it from some second rate pre-made fridge section you're not shaving that stuff off Right, yeah, that's why you go somewhere to get a euro. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's good spots though. Got the one down. You got the Greek Fest. You got the one down at uh, Westside Market. Oh yeah, that place is great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aladdin's might have some euros. Yes, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. What else are you very critical of food wise when you go out to eat? Oh gosh, what am I not critical of? And Mike's. I mean, Mike. Yeah, Mike is one of the people that like studies the menu and then usually orders the wrong thing. I just can't make a choice. I don't make choices very well. I've been trying to be like, uh, yes, he like has it down to a coin flip and then always picks the wrong side of the coin. Yeah. My, my judgment is pretty awful is kind of what I've noticed as going. I've always said go against your gut. You would be, you would be living an amazing life. If you didn't trust your gut, it's very very difficult to do from an egotistical standpoint consistently. You should just truly try that for a month and a half or two months and see if, if things, like in general, things improve. Like every time faced with a decision, be like, what does my gut tell me to do here? And then do the opposite of that and see if you make more money's betting, see if you, I don't know, and uh, you know, get promoted or see if this happens or whatever. Just <laughs> truly, just try it. Just seeing how it happens. Wouldn't it be the worst choice? I would have to, yeah, do a little uh, social experiment. I may have to do it. Yeah. I can't imagine many things that I'm critical of right now when it comes to food. Um, re- gre- I'm kind of critical on green curries. I really like green curry. I had a pretty lackluster green curry the other day. 
And there's another place that has a fantastic green curry. Okay, so when you say green curry, you're, are you talking about like any of the curries that play, like Indian places make that have a, like that are a green based curry? Well, I guess it's like a, it's like Thai Thai or places green specific, curry. Oh, a specific like an actual yeah. dish called green curry. Yeah, okay. right, 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 right. I think I think I was thinking of like what's it called? Like a palu. I'm gonna butcher whatever it was, but whatever, I feel like there's a very popular paneer something like a potato curry. Ah, it's at paneer, Indian yeah, places. paneer. That's well, paneer is a green how curry. I understand it. Like spinach and cottage cheese or something is like paneer. I something tried to like make that. paneer one time. Oh Jesus Christ! <gasps> Holy shit! Was that? Did you mess? end up with spinach soup? <laughs> Dude, I I had like I put like cloves in there and there were just like whole cloves, whole cloves. littered <laughs> like littered all like over it pieces of tree basically yes yeah, so i mean yeah. of course i still ate it because i'm a right, psychotic person who can't waste food but man that was that was an experience if you oof, yeah it really was like eating a tree that's how i would describe it okay so green curry is your uh what's the green curry you were talking about though yeah that is the, it's like the thai green curry dish it's got like you can put like beef in it. It's got like eggplant, mushrooms, very creamy, very spicy. What's the base of spicy. that? What makes it green? I think there's like Thai peppers in there or something like that. I think that maybe is what it boils down to. I'm not entirely certain. I just go to my local Thai establishments, and that's usually my go-to. How other people are like the pad Thais. Now I go with the green curries. Are you a big? Is that is that? Would you say that's probably your most prevalent type of food you order when you go get food? Is Thai oh, food? like Thai? No, I don't think so. There's a lot of Thai spots down here. That's the only reason probably that uh, Right. weirdly there's a lot of Thai spots. But no, I don't get it that much. I've been eating out quite frequently lately, which usually isn't the case. But uh, what do you, what do you, What's the most popular so recently for you? Mexican, American, uh, Italian, uh, Korean? I've been eating uh, a lot of hamburgers. I remember, You remember when I was on a big hamburger kick Didn't before? you say that? You've said this before. Yeah, I kind of I kind of hopped on another big like where I'm I'm consciously having to uh put down my hamburger craving knowing that it's like I've been eating too many hamburgers lately and like <laughs> don't like you're very unhealthy force myself to crave something else. You're literally becoming uh the guy the Wellington Wimpy from yeah, Popeye. The dude from Popeye. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that character. Oh, dude! Like literally, his whole shtick was he would just he would come up to Popeye. Oh or anyone shit! Where yeah. there was a burger, dude, and he'd go. I literally... I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. He was like a mooch and a hamburger addict. It was hilarious. That is fucking awesome. I that totally dude, that's forgot all about he did this was character. eat hamburgers. This yeah. is literally me. Yes. This Everyone, is exactly look up Jay Wellington Wimpy. I think they just called him Wimpy. Hardly ever pictured without a hamburger. No, he's. I'm looking at him right now in a bed of hamburgers, and he says, "Keep on, <laughs> keep them coming, and lots of onions." That's fucking me. I love onions. Hell See, yeah! This is literally what you're becoming. This is, but it's you're also terrifying wimpy. because I have, I have a, I'm terrified of getting fat at hat. some point in life. No, that would be awesome. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had that hat. That's how I need to get. I need to get that hat. But I am petrified of becoming like fat. I. Oh, same. Yeah, same. That would be very bad. But I love I'm worried that I'm having I'm gonna like have the bell curve regression where like I was fat and then I was not fat and then I'm gonna regress back into being fat once I hit a certain age. Oh dude, I'm yeah, once the metabolism starts switching and changing and like This is how scared I am of getting fat. Yeah, the metabolism stuff. I've never had a good metabolism, so I've always like had to 
truly I've had to just manage that by uh, eating healthy most of the time, which is the worst existence. I just look at the people with great metabolisms that eat like shit all the time. And (laughs) truly you have like you have, you are a chosen one and you are not understanding how lucky you are. Don't take it for um, granted. Right. And they don't, they eat like shit all the time. So hopefully, you know, they'll have congestive heart failure and then I'll, I'll get the last laugh. But there you go. Um, truly, this is how scared I am is I, I, I'm thinking like years out already where I'm like, wow, if, if by some miracle I happen to be successful in the entertainment business and I become a writer or an actor or a director or work in any facet in the entertainment business where there are unions and things are mandated – like everywhere you work from writer to if it's a real production from writer through anything else I just listed, it's always catered and it's always catered oh, with very good food. Well, not always very good food, but a lot of times it doesn't have to be good. It's food. a lot of food, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, just a lot of food. And you hear stories from celebrities and people that are like, oh, yeah, I never really eat the food or whatever. But I'm I'm like, I will lose it. Because I will go much like you into the mindset of like, well, you can't waste food. The food's here. And I will be like in between takes or on my writer's break or whatever it is, just destroying whatever food is in the vicinity. Yeah. It's like, I might as well worried. Right. That's how worried I am about this stuff. And I, and I'm not, I, I had, I'm not even close to working in that capacity at all. Yeah. Uh, You'd have to completely change your entire, entire like mindset and just, oh man. I think I could maybe home. I could maybe do it would be hard. I know I could do it for three months because when I worked at Smuckers, dude, every every fridge and freezer had uncrustables in them. And I had one and then I was like, and then I looked at the nutrition facts and I was like, oh, yeah. if I eat three uncrustables every day, I will be four hundred pounds. Yeah. Truly. Do you feel like maybe that's why uh some like people back in the day or why baking is popular sometimes because when you bake something you can't like know what the nutritional facts are of what you baked like they're clearly horrendous but since you like don't apply any nutritional facts to obviously something that you make yourself it's like oh i don't know i guess i'm just gonna keep on eating and like make another you know make another oh i do that all the time i ate like a banana bread loaf i made in like three days the other week yeah and it's crazy because every time you bake you're just dumping sugar into it and you're like ooh. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Oh Dude, my god! Yes. Yeah, dumping sugar. It's just made out of flour, like eggs. I put, I made it. Yeah, I made a loaf recently too. Like, put half a thing of sour cream in there. Like, oh, a lot geez, of sour you're cream. making sour cream loaves. Dude, it was bomb. It was very good. Nice. All right. Well, loaf. we've now uh, we've reached the part of the show that we like to call the Pavlik Ten. Uh, this is the last ten minutes of the show where uh, we take a break from me talking for seventy five percent of the time. And allow Mike to take the floor and discuss uh, a topic or something that he got talked over earlier in the show or anything that is floating around his mind. Uh, and and we discuss it for the past 10 minutes. And um, now that Mike's giving out his Instagram handle, maybe you could DM Mike some ideas that you might, you know, have a discussion with Mike about something. And maybe maybe he'll bring it up in the Pavlik 10. All right, That Mike, sounds great. I'm always open. I'm always open to that. Uh, thank you to the third installment. And welcome, not thank you, welcome. That was a total brain shutdown. And, and actually, the Pavlik 10 is canceled, <laughs> effective immediately. Mike, Mike has just had a stroke. Uh, we're rushing him <laughs> to the hospital. There's blood coming out of He had what we call congestive opening. brain failure. Yes, yes, yes. It, it's brain finally couldn't fight back anymore. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, uh, take it away, Wimpy. Yes, thank you. Uh, welcome to the Pavlik 10. Uh, we're in the third installment of this. Um, what we have this week is, I think, my local laser tag gym. I'm going to call it laser tag gym. Uh, I think it's a location for uh, human trafficking slash prostitution. Uh, the reason that I feel yes, this way evidence. is I have never seen anyone at this laser tag gym. Like never any cars that would show any indication that they're like a flourishing business. And they have a huge building and it has not gone out of business over the pandemic. But my gym is right next to it. So sometimes I'll like work out really late at night. And I'll be leaving the gym and there'll just be like a bunch of like cars and like trucks that'll be around there. Like anywhere between like six and ten cars that'll be around like the laser tag a gym. Party? No, and then there'll just be like a bunch of women. Like a bunch of women and like maybe some other like kind of like shady moms? looking guys or something. No, they're definitely not moms. They're definitely wait, not moms. Wait, wait, wait. They're not in the place. They're just outside of the place. They're just like kind of loitering a little bit. Yeah, like loitering outside of it. And then like maybe there's a little bit of activity that looks like somebody might be coming and going out of it. But like not a bunch of strong activity. And it's not a lot of people, but it's some people. Like some people are talking to people in cars. Some women are talking to people in cars. Do you ever like- see kids there? No, no, not no a, not children. A, it's a, it's like eleven o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night. Okay, okay. Have you seen this place during hours when kids would actually be there? I have. Yes, I have. But I've literally never seen kids coming out of it. So they go in, but, but they don't come out. But but plot twist: I have played laser tag there. Okay. Oh, you're saying the group of people you say you see around there is at like eleven o'clock at night. Yes. What I'm kind of getting it at is I think it's a front. I think it is an actual laser, laser tag, tag facility. But I think on the side, wow, they equally, traffic children. They're running. A, and it's definitely an establishment where I think you could get some some humans in and out of there pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, you, if they got, I'm guessing they have like the ramps you can run up and corners and lots of mirrors well, and stuff yes. inside. Is it? It's a full laser tag place, right? Oh, yeah. Full laser tag place. But I bet there's some back rooms you could harbor some well dude they all they got to do is they just got to pump more of that smoke in there you know little billy's running around someone just grabs him takes him to a back room cuts his fingers off so you you guys got no fingerprints and all of a sudden Um, i mean he's part of the system he's on epstein's island next week jeez that's kind of crazy it's a hypothesis it's it's a working theory have you have you checked the hours? Like at a, like when all these people are hanging out around si- around mm. hanging around outside of it, are they open still? I have not, but there's literally got to be no way. There's got to be no way. This place got to close. People like loitering around. Are you sure there's not oh, just yeah. like vagabonds in from Austin, like deciding to drink in the parking lot outside the place? Like that's, that's what spot. I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking a little bit. But they're literally hanging out like right in front of it. Like I sometimes would the love- cars are parked right out in front of it. Wow. Not even in parking I, spots. I would love if that place was a. I, I would love if, like, in six months, they were like, children have been being trafficked through this laser tag. Dude, place. and it, it looks like it's straight out of, like, True Detective season one, too. Oh, Jesus. It's it's kind of crazy. They've got kudos to them because they've actually got a pretty kind of cool design up top. They've got, like, figurines, like, life size statues of guys, like, shooting alien That's, guns at each other. It's, it's pretty creepy. cool. I think there's a UFO maybe on top of there, but. Maybe inside the UFOs where they keep the children. But when you were there, the vibes were totally normal. 
Totally normal. Survival. It was a very good time. I had a blast. I used to do laser tag all the time as a kid. Right. It was uh, a blast. I love laser so tag. So I took it very seriously. I also forgot how much you sweat. Oh, yeah. It's gross. Those laser tag facilities. Holy shit. Yeah. Come out dripping. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I didn't do them. I love them, but I didn't do them often because as a sweaty fat kid, it was like I would have to come out and then like leave immediately. Or yeah. Go hide They're like, whoa, is there the a pool round. in there that you fell into? You fell, like, yeah. Right. No, right. No, you dick. Interesting. It's just me. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. There's going to be a Criminal Minds episode being taped there, uh, centered around either your child human trafficking or prostitution. What do you think the police would say if you called like the non emergency line and you were like, hi, I think XYZ laser tag is a front for child sex predators? They would be like, they'd probably be like, of course it is, sir. It's a laser yeah. tag ring. <laughs> You do realize you do realize that we cannot go in there because uh, if we go in there, they'll turn their laser guns on us, and we don't right. have the laser right. arsenal to be able to. And fight then we'll be out for guns. thirty seconds, and we won't be able to do anything about it. Yeah, uh, actually, sir, those are international waters. Uh, there's a rule in American diplomacy yeah. that all laser tag facilities are actually international waters, so we're n- we're not able to engage. <laughs> I would what? love if like the if this like the police storm that place. And and like the it was just a bunch of sex traffickers shooting at them with the laser guns, <laughs> but the laser gun they like upgraded them to literally be lethal laser guns. So they're like not only are they deactivating their uh like in a very action movie kind of way, like where the, the camera gets broken and fizzles out. Not only are they deactivating their chest cameras, but like they're shooting holes through the police officers with their highly concentrated laser beams. They just like flip a switch on. It's like. And they just murder. It's like 15 police officers killed in Austin at laser tag facility. Dude, that would be a great horror movie. That would be a pretty good horror movie. That would not be too bad. We could build that plot. Yeah, some psychopath who builds like a literal, like there's this YouTuber I watch who lives in like middle of nowhere, Illinois, that makes these super crazy high-powered lasers. And I'm just thinking like, what if he just lost his mind one day and went on a rampage, brought one of his own guns to the laser tag place, and then like, what if it was a Costco-sized laser tag arena and there was just – and it was during – there's like two kids' birthday parties going on and then there's one psychopath with a real lethal laser gun in there and the police have to like go in and hunt them down. It's kind of like Russian roulette for laser tag. That would be fucking crazy. It's already scary enough in there. Could you imagine going in? They've got like the fog machine blowing. There's no lights in there. Or maybe he lasers out all the lights, and then you're like, there's little children going, ah! like doing the creepy little kid laugh as they run around, and you're like, get out of here, kids. Get out, get out. There's a man with the, with the deadly laser gun in here. And they're like, it's just tag, mister. And then like they find that kid in 30 minutes like bleeding out with a laser hole through his shoulder, and he's like, <coughs> it's just tag, you, <laughs> mister. You could have all my <laughs> toys. M&Ms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let, yeah, yeah. That movie will get approved by Hollywood super quick. I mean, I shit, just one. put it on NBC at six o'clock. It's better than anything else they're running. Yeah, Jesus, we saw the Google search history. That's that yeah. sounds upbeat compared to what's going on in the world. To be honest, yeah, that's very true. Who? Would, that's how we're gonna fix the problem. I also thought how awesome it would be if they just changed all uh, American embassies or international embassies to laser tag arenas. <sighs> they kept the embassy, but then they converted them. Brought in some kind of a firm and converted okay, them. Explain to, that rationale. 
I there's it's not explainable. It's just something that if I had a magic wand, it might be a magic wand. <laughs> so you're not so you're saying they're not even doing they're not even doing embassy business there anymore. You literally are just walking into an embassy building and it's a laser tag arena. I haven't entirely gotten to that uh, part of formulating what that's going to look like, but they're still doing embassy business. We're still going to be doing <laughs> embassy business, but it's also a laser tag arena. So it's whether awesome. that's built. Yeah, whether that's built into the office, I'm not entirely sure, or if there's a separate area of the embassy where it's like the laser tag arena. But uh, got it. Yeah, they should do that. No, it'd be a better way to spend. More fun uh, place to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you know, they, they, they found a way to make golf, um, fun and millennial friendly. You know, with Top Golf, they need to do something like that for laser tag. Mm Hmm. They really do because that was my favorite out of out of bowling, out of paintball, out of uh, all the other stuff that you could go to, like the the little mini amusement parks, all that kind of stuff. My favorite was always laser tag, and it I, they just haven't found a way to make it. Probably just because the nature of it, you know, if you put a bunch of adults in there who are boozed up with guns oh. in close quarters, like. I, there's no way you could do that unless you're outside of any jurisdiction. People would murder each other. People would. I would always get too other. physical. I would always hit somebody out of the ground. I would always check someone with the laser tag gun. Like, wait, you're I would saying hy- take it too hypothetically far. you would do this, or you no, did do this? Legitimately, I did this. Yes. Like, and they okay. always mention it to you beforehand too. It's like, please do not Don't assault another person inside of the laser. You get caught up in it, man. You, okay. Well, now start- we know why they don't have those anymore. Now mm-hmm. we know. Oh my god, the the legal fees had to be ridiculous. Yes. Right. Right. All right. Well, maybe injuries. I'll just I'll just try to get back into paintball and see if that works. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, leave a review and share it with a friend. And if you have suggestions for things you want us to talk about, so I don't have to go to Google's year in review, please email hangingshavs at gmail.com. As always, you can follow me at Matt Likes to Laugh or on Twitter at Shaver Comedy. And Mike, where can the people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at uh, mpav00 on Instagram. Um, maybe. I'll post a story one of these days. Maybe I'll yeah. show the world what I look like these days, which I actually have thought about through this pandemic. Before I posted one recently, I was like, there's a lot of people that have not seen me in like two years. Right. Right. That's, That's why I post that picture of me being jacked and ripped so that people could see me, you know, what I look like now. I did see that. Out. I was actually, uh, when I saw that on my Instagram feed, I was at a local pizza shop and it was laying on the table and I realized that maybe five to seven people had walked by and possibly seen that just lit up on the table uh so yeah that was not not the best for the the personal brand you were eating at the pizza all right yeah yeah go ahead and post a picture for the fans out there they want they need an update on you and um with that thank you all so much for listening all right see you later